Hello and welcome to Jurassic Mysteries, where we take a look and discuss myths, misconceptions, and even some unknown facts from the Jurassic franchise. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, we return for episode 8, uh, heading all the way back to Isla Nublar in 2002, as plans to build Jurassic Park are put in place. But uh, what would those, uh, what would they find there? Um, David, before 2014, we uh, it was believed across the fandom that nothing survived on Isla Nublar after the 93 incident, um, mm-hmm. whether it was the uh, licensing contingency had killed everything or uh, what we learned from that cutscene in The Lost World, that um, most of the animals and structures had been removed from the island. And I know a lot don't see it as canon. It, it, we mentioned it when we are doing that film that it aired on TV in some parts. So I <laughs> I seen it as canon up until what we got with Jurassic World anyway. But, uh, yeah, same. It, yeah, Isla Nubla is back to just being another remote island off the coast of Costa Rica. And it was only really once uh, in 2014 when we started leading into Jurassic World and started getting marketing material uh, for the film that uh, a lot of a lot of backstory started to come out, mainly with the uh, the marketing and the viral Maserani Global website. We learned of Maserani Global, their acquisition of InGen after John Hammond's death in 1997, and an expedition that returned to Isla Nublar in 1994 headed by Dr. Wu. And then as the film released, we learnt the female Trenosaur from the first film was back and uh, something had indeed survived. Mm-hmm. Which, all that was, you know, I think one of the biggest things there was that uh, them stating that Wu had returned to Nublar uh, after the incidents in the park. So looking at, looking at some of the facts, and there's a whole heap of uh, reference material here that I've got listed at the bottom of the run sheet as well that I'll make available, but uh, most of the information we know comes from that Maserati Maserani Global website and the uh, Jurassic World film itself. Uh, in 1994, Henry Wu and Injun returned to Isla Nublar where he discovered the license contingency hadn't killed the animals. Uh, there was uh, evidence of old nesting sites and breeding and Injun published a report of dinosaurs remaining on Nublar, including velociraptors. Mm-hmm. It's also discovered that compies have made it to the island from Sauna, uh, more than likely via the supply ship, which... All that was big news. Like we originally knew that there was no compies on Nublar. Um, I can't remember all the the um, the uh, population total, like the, that publication. That all coming out after Jurassic World before Fallen Kingdom, didn't it? Because we we seen the compies in the ad as Alan was running down the hill and the compies were running around him, and we were, were thinking, "What compies on Nublar? That's not right." I can't remember because oh, I know what you're talking. About. Uh, yeah, apparently I think. Um, it was post as well because the the hacker hacker supposedly raided Maserani files and that's where we get InGen files with the uh, population count for New Blarers of ninety four. Oh right, right, yeah. And they were going to plan an expedition to Sauna, but that didn't end up happening until in, uh, Sarah's group went. Mhm. Which is a good little callback to the original novel, just the fact that the compies or animals were hiding away on the supply mm-hmm. ships. Yeah, the ones that we see in Fallen Kingdom, I think that those were probably ones that had either stowed away and established a breeding population on the island or had possibly been put there by Masrani uh, under an engine to uh, basically fulfill their original purpose as cleanup crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, uh, more surprisingly, out of all those two, is the uh, the mention that uh, Velocir- the Velociraptors were seen to be breeding as well. 
mm-hmm. which come come the end of the first film, all the uh, adults were dead. We did have Grant come across that nest when they were making their way back to the visitor centre. There's a little bit of a plot hole there <laughs> with all with how all that worked. Um, I over time though we've been able to uh, work it into the into canon and how all that sort of fits together. Mm-hmm. That those eggs were probably laid before they were put back in the uh, into the holding pen. But um, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, and again going back to that original novel with the uh, the raptors breeding without uh, those in control of Nublar uh, knowing about it. But then uh, in 2002, enter Timac Construction, Axis Boulder Engineering, and InGen Security Forces. Timac Construction was established in Costa Rica specifically for the purpose of constructing Jurassic World. And it's possible that uh, it contains remnants of the original construction company that built the first park um, since it was established in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. That would uh, be a distinct possibility just alone because... We noticed that that even some of the early concepts for the park had been kind of similar to Jurassic War, uh, Park's construction. Yeah, yep, yep. And if yeah, if you can get someone that's sort of maybe familiar with the island, familiar with the uh, terrain or the environment, um, mm-hmm. it'd definitely be a definitely be a plus. But in uh, 2002, they all headed back to Nublar to survey the area for the new park. And InGen Security was there to protect the civilians from uh, native wildlife, and that's that's from the uh, Maserati website. So I don't <laughs> what think what kind they're... of native wildlife? <laughs> I don't think they're uh, they're protecting them from mice or hawks. Uh, and with what they uh, mentioned earlier, we know that um, there was some wildlife there that maybe InGen and Karad to start with, but that mm-hmm. was uh, that ran over the course of three years while the park was being constructed. It's also stated on the Maserani website, surviving dinosaurs, including the Brachiosaur, uh, were captured and shipped to Sauna to be recaptured and moved into their enclosures once they were built. And remember the, there was the um, viral posters. Were those Mondo? I can't remember. Uh... That, remember it had the park under construction with a Velociraptor and the egg clutch in the... Um, in... What was it? Uh, the oh, Explorer. The, yeah, it was in the wheel rim of the Explorer. Mm. Yeah, and those helicopters were carrying cages with animals in them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the first. Yeah, that was I think that was a Comic Con 2014. We got that. Now it mm-hmm. uh, now it dons the five pack um, 4K or Blu-ray par Jurassic Park collection. Some versions of it anyway, but yeah, it's it's interesting they've gone in and been able to. I'm sure they haven't been able to get every animal, but get most of the animals and uh, get them to sauna, only to be recaptured and brought back. Um, yeah. Well, it's just logistically impossible for them to have gotten every single animal, especially the compies, the dilos, the raptors, any of this, any of the smaller species, you know. Hmm. Yeah, and it sort of it goes into what we we're going to get into a little bit too, if the whole restricted zone. Maybe they managed to get certain areas clear clear of the animals and uh, fence them off first so they can go in and build. It makes you wonder with a um, construction project this large that there were no incidents of raptors grabbing, grabbing people or even just a mm-hmm. tyrannosaur. <laughs> it's not entirely impossible. Remember that the um, that the first book started out with the 
uh, raptors attacking, and I think it was implied to be a wild raptor attacking a construction worker and them uh, engine passing it off as a construction accident. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yep. But uh, that leads into 2012 with the IBRIS project, Integrated Behavioral Raptor Intelligence Study. The project begins development under Hoskins' guidance. Alan Grady's brought on to a head at study. Uh, subjects selected for the project are generally found to be too aggressive and unpredictable, however, and uh, with new specimens uh, being engineered, um, which makes me think they tried the, uh, the original Opus project with wild raptors. Well, the photos that are, I think they're meant to be file photos that we see in the IBRA section are kind of show them to be kind of almost like almost wild but they look like they've been tampered with mm -hmm. it, all, it all makes me think that you can't teach old dogs new tricks i i don't think they'd be capturing adult animals and trying to uh, say <laughs> throw a bone at them and say here fetch like they'd mm -hmm. be probably raiding raiding nests and that getting certain mm -hmm. trying the whole imprinting thing you know mm. and with we already know they've been taking animals to and from sauna. Maybe it was a variety of raptors. We know if the uh, the final four they do use and breed, there's some aspects of both Nublar and sauna raptors in there. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe, yeah, they, they got some eggs from sauna as well and were trying all over the place. But, um, yeah, lastly, we have the film itself, Jurassic World, and I'll throw Fallen Kingdom in there too because that sort of has some hints at it. But it's um, not confirmed... It's strongly believed that the uh, restricted zone in the north is uh, one of those areas that's just been fenced off to keep visitors away from Mount Cebu. But uh, there's some of those original animals from '93 remain remaining in there, yet to be captured mm -hmm. or or uh, moved to enclosures. Um, the only real thing we get in the restricted zone in Jurassic World itself is uh, the two ankylosaurids. I don't. I, do you know what their specific breed is? Yeah, yeah, they're the Ankylosaurus. Oh, they are, they are Ankylosaurus, okay. Yeah, they, um, I'm not sure if they're meant to be different from the ones that are we see from, in Dress Park 3, because the ones, they are physically different, but that could just be an update of the model, you know? Yeah, like, well, <laughs> we get that a lot, <laughs> just mm -hmm. update that model, I think it was just... Because they seemed a lot bigger than what we've seen in Jurassic Park for in the uh, the the side and the yeah. horns, but the, the 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 horns that run down the side of the body looked longer and sort of more more curved. Yeah, they are. There's a number of species of uh, there's a number number of species that Mizrani has in his park that are physically quite different from the ones that Ringin originally bred. Mm including the Ankylosaurus, Stegosaurus, even the um, even the Triceratops is different. Yeah. Not quite as drastically as some of the other species, but, yeah. Yeah, and just whether or not they're, uh, they're wild, whether they're a breeding couple or, or whatever, a mating pair um, in that restricted zone, there weren't any Ankylosaurs on the original 93 creation list for Jurassic Park, so that sort of throws a spanner in those works. I think they come back to being a Masrani creation on Sauna, aren't they? From later on, mm -hmm. 99, when they went back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, to this day, the, uh, the restricted zone on Nublar continues to remain a mystery, and 
Yeah, we, we've said in past with the mysteries we weren't going to touch too much on the newer films until the third one comes out, but at this point we've left Sauna, uh, left New Blah behind. It's, it's been destroyed. I'd be very surprised if we get any backstory moving forward on uh, on Wu's trip to the island, on any of the stuff there, mm-hmm. the restricted zone and what animals were uh, were left over post-Dressic uh, Park. I would be quite surprised myself, and I also think that it's just so interesting because, I mean, we go in there and we know that at least parts of Jurassic Park, the game, are canon. We know that, like, many concepts and even events that they introduced are somewhat canon. And so it's interesting because they go in there, they're going to find... They're not going to find the embryos that Nedry stole. They might find his corpse. <laughs> I'm not sure if they... I can't recall if they ever found that, but because they don't read him off in the um, among the dead in the Lost World. Mm. Yeah, true. But yeah, they're going to find a lot of a lot of interesting little things, and I don't quite think Wu had hit his sadistic kick that early, but it would be interesting if they went in. And ended up finding some secrets of Wu that he was keeping from Hammond, you know? Mm. Little trade secrets and stuff. Well, that's the problem when you're employed by someone else and not running your own show. There's always that possibility down the line. You're uh, you're no longer useful to that employer. He could have been doing stuff on the side just to sort of either secure his position or, uh, mm-hmm. or have something to carry on with afterwards. But it'd make, yeah, make you wonder what Hammond would think of... All that, uh, all that stuff we had in his office on Nublar, all the two-headed, two-headed stuff, all the splicing, all the hybrids, or more so film, film Hammond. We know uh, novel Hammond would just be wondering about how much money it made him. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, or how much money it was costing. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, Okie dokie. And even with the uh, with the restricted zone, with um, having uh, Timac construction mood going and sort of starting construction, engine security, making the uh, the island safe for the construction workers. I know we brought it up when when we first started seeing trailers for Fallen Kingdom. Then when it was released, when they uh, fly into Nublar to uh, to start rounding up animals, they're in that caged off section in the park. Whether that's something originally from Jurassic World or if that predates Jurassic World, and that might be some of the original fenced off construction sites that were built by engine security back in the day mm-hmm. i don't know i mean the the construction is kind of just vague of it itself so it doesn't really have like a kind of um like fingerprint like you can you can tell what was made by engine and what was made by uh jurassic world like all of engine stuff has this kind of unique construction pattern to it uh, certain motifs, certain shapes. And Mizrani has that too. Um, for example, a lot of uh, engine under Hammond had this kind of shape to it. It was a lot of trapezoidal buildings and a lot of use of... And the gates always had like three points on them. And they all kind of used the same building materials. And then Jurassic World had more of sweeping natural kind of shapes to it. Like it was, um, for example, the Innovation Center kind of resembles a volcano and other 
other structures kind of resemble kind of like a tropical leaf or something like that, mm, you know? Yep. Yeah. Not so many flat flat surfaces. It's always curving. Yeah. Or, which, again, it's different between 2015 and 1993 as well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Back then, you're sort of close to that Cold War era where concrete, <laughs> concrete's always that flat look. Um, mm-hmm. And these gates really kind of have a mixture of both. I mean, they kind of have the triangular uh, nesting kind of shape to it with the gates, but the fencing itself kind of reminds me more Masrani, you know? Hmm. Yeah, it sort of matches what we see with the uh, the raptor enclosure as well in Jurassic World. Exactly. And I think there is, in the background, you can see there's an old rusted fence that may be more of that Jurassic Park design. I think more so what we get with the uh, that that gate the boys crash through, and that sort of fence design yeah. there as well. Just oh yeah, those that is definitely a old park design. Mm. Like for example, you can just tell based on it looks almost. I think in in fact it is almost exactly a match of the gate that Nedry drives through in his escape from Jurassic Park. Mm. It's going to deliver the embryos. Yeah. Yeah, one half of it hasn't got the tunnel with the second, the second gate, but um, yeah. But uh, all that, all the effort they went to to uh, fill in all that backstory for uh, the two films, what do we think's happened here? Um, this is purely my speculation, but I, the whole reason any of this exists is just because of the Tyrannosaur. Um, a lot of what we covered, sort of, some of it doesn't make sense in uh, in theory, but. Um, uh, most of it has been dropped or never referred to again since Jurassic World or Fallen Kingdom has come out. Um, I could exist solely for the purpose of the film creators to say, look, it's the original Rex, or that was the Brachiosaur down and early seen Jurassic Park. If, mm-hmm. if there was no way for them to explain that um, these animals survived post-Jurassic Park, then it'd be hard for people to sort of come to think, well, okay, is that the same Rex, is it not? And, uh, and all that... Uh, it's interesting, again, because, I mean, that's more out of universe, but in universe, again, it does kind of come back to a little bit the Rex. The Rex and the park itself represented a huge financial number to InGen. It was a huge, huge amount of money that uh, Hammond put into this park. And in the novel, it was a lot of investors in the... Um, movies it was kind of more implied that he had was a self-built man and was using monies money from other ventures for be it the flea circus or the game park in in kenya that he had to fund this and i'm sure engine had other things like possibly military contracts and stuff like that because they had let's face it a lot of military vehicles in the lost world Mm. and so the park and the Animals themselves were extremely expensive to make. They'd never made any money from it. They tried again in 1997, and it was a failure, abysmal failure, CEO dead, uh, the company in shambles gets sold to Masrani. Masrani, who I'm sure saw dollar signs and a potential in this project, him being a multimedia corporation with, telecom, satellites, every, every all kinds of different contracts. He had the money and the investment 
to he had the money to invest and he had the interest to invest. So I'm sure that it was something that he wanted to see come to fruition, either out of goodness, out of the friendship he had with Hammond or just the pure dollar signs or maybe a little bit of both. And I think that the park having been such a big potential and having such a great potential for money was inevitable Mm. in a way. Yeah, and all the backstory is good too for just sort of establishing how big Maserati Global was in 97 when Mm -hmm. they went after InGen. Uh, One of the related or reference links here is the the Jurassicpedia film canon timeline, which goes back and shows all that stuff. Like, it's almost like today with... um, uh, the Tesla Tesla billionaire sending sending a Tesla into space like he just can because he's got the mm-hmm. money to do it. It's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or even um, who's who's the other electric car maker that gets into um uh, rockets and sending people to the moon and all? That? Is that uh, Tesla or is that SpaceX? Yeah, SpaceX. <laughs> Is that part of Tesla or is that a different guy? I can I can never remember. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's so many of it and so much of it now. <laughs> I, I, I see. But yeah, I mean, he's he's into dozens of different things. I mean, he's got solar. He's got solar plants. He's builds cars. He builds spaceships. He builds rockets. He does everything, and he's this big megalomaniac, and he just does it because he can. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that in a way is Masrani. He has. Everything at his at his table, and he can play with whatever he wants. If he wants to shoot a rocket into space, he can have that done. If he wants to make, buy a dinosaur park, it's good. He can just pop out his checkbook, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we get to. But then again, the the other thing to consider is that in 1997, especially after the San Diego instance, I mean, you're you're going to have lawsuit after lawsuit. People's cars crashed. People with uh, people died. People's dogs died. Collateral damage in people's backyards. I mean, I'm sure the Rex uh, stepped on more than a few trees <laughs> than the one we saw in his in his little romp through the neighborhood. Maybe ate more than one dog than we, what we saw. You know, I mean, there's. I mean, they, a kid with his piggy bank could have bought InGen at that point. Well, that might have been one of the uh, speculations of the deal. You come in and pay pay these millions and millions of dollars in fines and and all that and the company's here's the keys it's yours because if not we're filing for chapter 11 and no one's going to get anything out of it well at the, i mean at that point they're worth they're they owe more than they're worth and so you can just come up and buy them and pay and Ms. Ronnie writes off a check for all those little lawsuits they pays out of court and Boom, Dinosaur Park. Yeah, exactly. And just getting back to what you were saying before about him being so rich for his own good to do what he wants, we get it told to us pretty much twice in the uh, in Jurassic World where Hoskins says Maserati's got his fingers in so many different things he doesn't know what he owns anymore or, or something along those lines. And and that that's a thing. He, he could be... Uh, Hoskins could be paying Wu millions to, uh, to build what he wants uh, dinosaur-wise and even, um, even when... Uh, Masrani's in the helicopter with Claire, and it's like he's not worried mm-hmm. about the assets. He's worried about if people having fun. Someone, mm-hmm. someone that's maybe not worth as much money, and maybe has a little bit more stakes in the park itself, would be sitting there worried. Oh, how much, how much do we make yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, exactly. Though, I mean, you look at it, and 
I mean, he possibly very like again, he is, he his helicopters that he's uh, that he sent Ingen in with paramilitary, the ACU, another uh, quasi-military group. I mean, he's got military contracts, and Owen's like, wait, when did Injun start dealing with the military? And like you said, Hoskins comes up and says, Masrani doesn't even know what he has. I mean, he's got he's got contracts everywhere. Mm. It's almost reminds me of that. Have you ever seen the standard oil cartoon with the octopus? I haven't, but it sounds familiar. Uh, it's... Uh, it's an old, old, uh, I think it was from 1910s when Standard Oil was an oil company and Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, broke him up, broke him up in the courts uh, with the Antitrust Act. And it's basically, the it was an octopus labeled uh, Standard Oil and he's got his, he's got tentacles in the U.S. Capitol building, tentacles in uh, <laughs> Parliament, tentacles in uh like uh, oil tankers in Texas and tentacles, I mean, everything, you know? And that's basically Masrani, but perhaps a bit more benevolent. We're not quite sure. The ride, the ride hasn't ended yet. Mm. Well, that that analogy could be sort of brought into this day and age with so many things. It could be Disney having their tentacles oh, so in there. It could be, it could be um, the NRA, same for you, all that sort of stuff, all them big companies that have got their oh, fingers so everywhere. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um that's a bit of a recount on uh, what may have or may not have in- uh, inhabited Nublar pre two thousand and two. Uh, most of that stuff's factual from the uh, the Masmerani site and that as well. We've um, added our own little speculation to it a bit as well. But uh, all the reference links that I've got the information from uh, in the run sheet, and I'll post them up. David, anything else um we haven't covered or should before we get heavy? No, I think we're pretty good on that. Lovely. 